Good evening and welcome to another episode of 40 Shades of Football, everyone's favourite English language podcast in Korea. Evening Paul, how are you today? With sound effects apparently today. Uh, yeah, it does seem as if we have them going in the background. That's, that's all part and parcel of, uh, of you know, like recording and in our, our specialised recording studio that we had built by the Korean government just for this podcast. Yeah, with a massive uh, sponsorship grant, uh, which is reliant on us getting uh, figures of a million listeners a month. Yeah, but we're almost there, right? Um, if, if we'd use, like... UK British pound exchange rates for <laughs> actual <laughs> listeners, maybe. Yeah, so yeah, the sound effects should hopefully not be turned off, though, so hopefully, hopefully we won't hear any more jingles. Okay, so yeah, so what's on, what, what's on the cards for tonight then, Paul? What have you, you, you got planned a very interesting uh, intro music. I know that's probably aimed at me, but anyway, that was obviously Fleetwood Mac and Homework. Yep. Okay, <sighs> any reason why? Obviously, the Songnam manager didn't do his homework. Uh, indeed. Because, well, well, I guess we'll get on to that. We'll get, guess we'll get on to why that is in a minute, but yeah. Yeah, but obviously, yeah, we'll all be talking about someone who ex-podcast host Stevie used to call homework, right? Uh, and I guess he'll, he'll be kind of a little bit more later on in the show. Yep. Uh, apart from that, so there was no, there was no Kaylee Classic last weekend, only Kaylee Challenge. So we'll, we'll go through uh, the matches that we saw or we went to. Uh, and then, obviously, you and I attended Korea versus Syria on Tuesday. We did indeed. Uh, we'll talk a bit about the match and some of the admin problems surrounding the match. Uh, it was a bit of a car wreck, right? Yeah. Disaster. Uh, Wednesday, saw FA Cup matches, third round of the FA Cup. Yep, I went down to Tanchan. Songnam still in by the skin of their teeth. Uh, yep, yep, December the so. Young Nam University still in, so the, <laughs> yeah. the matchup's still on. So the dream is still there, right? Okay, yep, and uh, yeah, and we'll talk about if history is being made or not, right? That's the big point everyone wants to hear about the fourth round. It's the schizophrenic match. Yep, <laughs> okay. And I guess that this weekend we see the classic back, and obviously the challenge back. So I guess we'll be previewing two leagues of football this weekend. And then there's a couple of things that have happened in China this week. Yeah. Which we want to touch on. Yeah, definitely. I, uh, even though we know the podcast is a, a Kaylee podcast, like the the the, anti- the antics of our cousins across the water uh, do obviously impact on other times as well. Yeah, I, I thought we were looking. I thought it's just because we were looking for a big money transfer to China ourselves, the Chinese podcast market. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, unfortunately, probably we only have a one foreigner rule on that, so one of us can't go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we need, to, we need to do a kai bai bo, yeah? See who gets the signal. So, we get so this, we, this week's poll for our Twitter and blog followers is which of us is the better podcast? <laughs> which of us should go to China? Which of us should stay in Korea uh, and keep it all together, yeah? And uh, which of Mark should go to the K3 basic league? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sweet. Okay, so I guess, yeah, uh, K League Challenge. Uh, did you watch any games, first of all? Um, I did, sort of. I, I was in the office all Saturday, which is why the podcast, last week's podcast, got edited really late. Had a very busy week, so I left the office about uh, 9 p.m. Saturday night, went home and edited it then. So I guess we should apologise to our, well, if anyone bothered to listen to it, we should apologise to those listeners. Uh, yeah, because I think it came out on Sunday, Saturday. Saturday around midnight, before around midnight. midnight. Yeah, so it came out after the games were played. So if you missed it or you were. Uh, Missing it, then uh, we apologise for that. We'll try and do better this week. Yep, and uh, you can always, hopefully, yeah, yeah, you, you can always go back and listen to all your favourite episodes anyway at, at any point in time. They're always there. So, yeah, for those of you that join late, episode three is a pretty good one to start with. Yep, I think one day, one day, I actually am going to go back and listen to it and just hear just exactly how epic episode three actually was. And I really wish I could track down that episode where I predict the Jeju game wrong <laughs> after it had been played. I really wish I knew what episode that was, but I think... I'm sure one of our sort of super fans, like, like my mum, will know. Yeah, but it was somewhere in, a, in about the first 15, right? Was it? I would have thought it was a... As well as Stevie was still around. Oh, yeah, okay, so it was going to be like, like but it, towards the end of Stevie's tenure. I would have said, yeah, towards the end of Stevie's tenure. Okay. In fact, that might have been what sent him over the edge and made him quit. 
And if anyone thinks I said 10 year instead of 10 years, it's because working with Stevie for a year feels like 10. <laughs> I can see that because I know Stevie doesn't listen anymore. He's too busy losing weight. Might even fit in his Anyang shirt. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> speaking of Anyang. <laughs> so, what, so what you asked me is which match I'd watched this last weekend. Yes. About three minutes ago. Yes. So uh, as I said, I was at work. Uh, and that's why the podcast got out late. <laughs> we stopped a bit. I feel like it's grown up there. Um, but no, I, I did watch, um, I did have Anyang Song, uh, Anyang Song Nam on in the background, uh, and I can't really remember much of it. Okay. Strange oh. enough, I was there, and I had it on in the background as well. Uh, it was not one for the faint-hearted, to be perfectly honest. Result was Anyang won 2-0, first one in the season. Yep. Uh, two um, goals from from Cho Sukje, Mr. Homework himself. Mr. Homework himself. Um, Although in Korean it's actually Sukje, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is a yeah. bit of a but for the pun and for the fun. Yeah. Um, the thing about that game was it was cold, and for if you've ever been to Anyang Stadium, it's I'm not. It's one of the roofless ones, uh, and it just the wind just what was in that away end, um, so it was pretty cold, uh, and it was a horrendously poor game. Um, it was a decent way of support, to be honest. That we took a reasonable number down in the game. Um, Ten coach loads? Uh, no, no, a couple of taxis. Uh, but it was a reasonable, big enough away uh, support. Uh, but yeah, there was nothing much to uh, sing and dance about for the Songnam fans. Uh, pretty much, it was a boring first half, to be honest. Uh, I did tweet at half time that that was now. My fifth uh, h- half of live football that I'd watched that was goalless. Let's just say it's now more than that. Okay. Um, second half started uh, and Anyang looked hungrier, looked a better team, definitely in the second half. Yeah. And then Suji uh, scored in the 66th minute. Yep. Um, kind of, they were, both the goals were breakaway goals. Yeah. Um, Defence was all over the place. Defence was everywhere. The first goal, uh, yeah, the defence was, was all at sea. The goalkeeper came charging out of his box. Sukji rings him and easily put it in the back of the net. Uh, second goal, which is a long ball up front. Defence never dealt with it. Everyone all over the place. Sukji picks it up. Pretty decent strike. Rifles it in the top corner. Uh, 2-0, all over. Um, <coughs> that was The second goal went in with 14 minutes left. Four minutes later, the Songnam fans led by the charismatic Nick um, decided to uh, pull out the, the drums uh, pull up the banners, the megaphone the loudspeaker, whatever we call it went away and all this thing stopped and it took about five minutes well, a few minutes to coordinate it so for the last five minutes plus injury time there was no, there was no noise, there was nothing then when the players came over to bow, their ceremonial bow which they bottled it to come up to the the stand and do it. Stood on the edge of the pitch. Stood on the edge of the pitch as far away as they could. Uh, there was barely a clap was heard. But no, no booing? No booing, but the fact that no one really clapped them, um, which was completely different scenes compared to what happened last night, which we'll talk about when we get the FA Cup. Yeah? Um, so yeah, Songnam deserved to lose. Anyang deserved to win. And that result meant that Songnam were joint bottom and it meant that uh, even a point for Eland on the Sunday would mean that Songnam would be rooted firmly at the bottom of the table uh, yeah, Eland got all three points, their first one in the season Songnam now the only team uh, in the challenge not to have won a game uh, they've scored one goal and have one point in four games and any signs of hope? if you'd asked me on Saturday night I'd have said no if you ask me now when we do the FA Cup review I'll tell you yeah uh, I think things are turning I think corner I think this could be a corner turn for us I think last night you could see big differences in the team even from Saturday it was a huge difference ok I guess we'll uh, get onto that in a minute yep uh, Kim Mingyu was the man who scored the goal for Eland pretty sweet I don't know if you've seen this one pretty sweet strike um, again like the ball up front like a Long ball up. No, no, no. It was passed up, sorry. And he he put a one-two with uh, someone. I don't remember who. Ball was flipped through, and he took it kind of from the edge of the box, ran inside, 
and they cut it in from like maybe the, the goalkeeper came racing out again like the same as the Anya angle yep. but he still, to, he, he still finished it sweetly from a, a tight angle so that was 1-0 and Sam were poor they, well, they went with the poor I guess the referee was not helping them they hit the bar once and had the ball in the back of the net twice Okay. Uh, first goal was chopped off for uh, over overzealous jumping <laughs> I don't really know what he, uh, it was a, call, a cross came in guy jumped up and headed it into the back of the net and I guess the referee or the linesman thought he was leaning on the on the on the uh, Elan player I thought it was a bit harsh second one was offside guy shot glory saved it and then Anson player tucked in the rebound again uh, by the letter of the law I guess he was offside but I'm not really convinced he was, to be perfectly honest. So I think they were too harsh, harshly chopped off goals. But that does mean that, yeah, they've now dropped out. Hans and Gunners have now dropped out of the, the playoff spots, right? Who's um, replaced them? Uh, so coming up uh, was Butchon. Butchon, well, they haven't replaced them in the playoffs, sorry. Um, but they are up, they're above them on the table. Butchon were posting uh, league leaders, Pusan. Well, joint leaders, I think, because they were joint with Suwon, right? Uh, oh, no, Busan were second, sorry, walking in that, yeah. in that game, sorry, I tell you uh, But Busan, uh, Buchan, Buchan scored 36 minutes, Kim Shin won the goal of the game, didn't see any of it, I'm seeing any highlights, but yeah. 1 uh, 0 Buchan, so that was uh, Busan's first defeat of the season. I guess after their bright two game start at the beginning, they've now drawn and lost. Yep. Um, the team that was sitting. At the top with three victories uh, was Suwon. They hosted Asan, the police, who beat them 2 0. Going the first half, first five minutes, uh, M. Sung Young, who I always thought was a female name. Yep. Uh, are you agreeing that that's a female name or are you agreeing that he scored the goal? I agree that most of the Sung Youngs I know are women. Yeah. Such as Gary's girlfriend. Yep, so I think we should have a look into that. Yep. I think I think they're fielding a Korean international female, uh, and uh, with eight minutes left, ten minutes left, uh, Jung Sung Min um, scored to make it two 0 with the police. Should be noted that Su Won played the majority of that game with uh, ten men, so maybe not the fairest reflection on on their their claim for the title. Yeah, but does mean that Asan go above them now into second. Uh, and then the final game was Gyeongnam versus Daejeon, two of the the big um, like title favourites. Daejeon are having a bit of a torrid start as well, not particularly impressive. They took the lead. Uh, Christian Danilash scoring against his old team before, but that was with ten minutes left. So I think you thought, okay, Daejeon are you know Nip probably going win this game. And then Gyeongnam scored two goals in the last like ten minutes. Uh, Marcel. I guess Danilash's replacement in 81 and then Kim Do Yup in 84. So Kyungnam now sitting top by a point. By a point. The only team uh, undefeated in the challenge, yeah? Yep. And Songnam sitting at the bottom by with a point. point. <laughs> yep. Uh, the only team without a victory. So we couldn't get two teams looking more different, right? Uh, I believed. I really did think Songnam would have had a far... Obviously, I thought they would have had a far better start, but I really did think they were going to... Probably... Well, I did say that I didn't feel they would win the title, but we get through the playoffs. I did actually say that. Yeah. I've said that since the start. I didn't actually think we would run away with the title quite like other people were predicting. Yeah. But to see us sitting rooted at the bottom is not a place I thought we would be in. Only, only two wins off the playoffs, though. Yeah, but th- I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like it can all change because everyone, no one is running away with it. They, they, no one has been particularly consistent. You know, the, you know, the police beating Suwon. You know, like uh, Pusan losing to Puchan. So I don't know if that's a good thing. That everyone else is winning because uh, it does kind of, you know, make us look worse. But I think it does mean that no one is getting too far ahead of us. And be Eland at the weekend I guess we'll look at the previews later but you know winning a couple of games and you're suddenly right just need to put a run together well put a positive run together as opposed to the current negative run the current one yeah so the performance 
on Saturday it was a, obviously a 2-0 loss to Anyang but good enough for Wejo to get a call up into the national squad to replace uh, Ji Dong-won who was suspended that, that, I, I couldn't understand it he was utterly shocking against Anyang and Uli was in the stadium like, Uli was there watching he was one of the 1,533 that were there um, so he, he got called up uh, the thing is he got called up before the Anyang game so I could have understood that, it. Was it yeah I could have understood it if he had been called up because he scored a hat-trick against Anyang, but he was actually called up before the Anyang game, when he had done nothing in the previous three. Uh, and the worst thing is he actually played. Well, he got, f- what, five minutes at the end? Five minutes at the end. Um, wasn't particularly effective, but then none of them were, were they? But that's the thing, I mean, I guess we, we, we can talk about that game now, right? I mean, we were both there. Uh, we, we saw the goal. Yep. Unlike 50% of the stadium. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we saw the goal. Actually, at that point in time, it was a clear view, right? It wasn't obstructed at that point. Yeah. Um, but, so yes, basically, uh, the stadium arrangements were the worst I've, I've seen anywhere. Um, like, it was an utter mess. Uh, no one... The, the, to be fair, they, they always have massive queues for bag checks. But the one thing I would criticise is normally they have like one one queue where people without bags can go through, yeah, yeah. fast track through, and they didn't have that this time. Yeah, so everyone was in the one queue. Yeah, um, luckily we sort of skipped it. <laughs> we took a wrong turn somewhere and managed to get right to the front of the queue. Yeah, I'm somewhat sure how that happened. They, 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 one minute we were walking and talking, and the next minute we were on the stairs, and it's like ah, oh. and then we turned around and looked, and it was just like we snaking away like behind us. I don't know how no one stopped us just walking in because I assume there'd be a. a because I saw little people queuing with bags, so I assumed that if you go further along, there'd be a like a, a separate queue yeah. with no bags. And we got there and found there wasn't, so we thought, well, sod this. I'm just you just walked in because Jong Hoon from FC Seoul was there, and he said hi and said, oh, I'm going to stand next to you. And then the, he was in the queue, and the queue started moving, and then he went off somewhere else, and we just yeah, I guess the thing is he 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 left. Yeah. He left the queue and walked away, and then the next thing you know, we but like yeah, it was really but anyway. So we got in. Um, so and, got, and I think the other problem was I guess uh, Korean football fans are maybe not used to a signed scene yep. um, so he, here's a tip for you um, obviously on your on your paper ticket it says like north stand so stand N <coughs> we made the mistake of going in block N of that so our seat sign was like NN row 41 seat 30 or something like yeah. that so every Korean would come in they're, they're ticket would say like N because they're in the north stand and they would just head straight for block N try and sit down in their appropriate row or seat in block N and then, then people would come over and say you're yeah. in my seat or they'd come to the front of block N trying to find out where their seat was and they couldn't find it so they were just milling around blocking our view uh, it, was, it was just awful I mean it literally took 30 minutes until we stopped maybe, maybe I'm exaggerating that uh, it's about it's at least 25 minutes before yeah. it started calming down. And then it all calmed down, and it was just like, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the worst. If you're going to, I mean, I, I don't, I agree with the sign scene in that kind of situation, but yeah, I mean, I felt really sorry for the row of kids who were behind us. Yeah. Like the mums and dads, like the kids, because those kids couldn't see a single thing. So, yeah, uh, next time we get tickets, if we even if we go in the north stand, I won't get block N, I'll get block P or block. M or yeah. something else. I, I don't think that was the problem. I think everyone just saw N and went straight to N. Yeah. And I also think other people didn't realise it was like a, I don't know that you got the feeling it was actual fans who maybe just thought we'll just go and sit anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a bit of a nightmare. And then the other thing is, obviously, I deliberately got seats in the front row, thinking I have the best view, but actually, as I couldn't, kind of obstructed by the the, the safety fence, right? So yeah. So you the safety fence. But that was obstructing the view, and then you had all the people walking along the front, stopping, looking for their seats. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't the greatest experience. Uh, and the game itself didn't really do much to kind of uh, make me feel better about it either, yeah? Uh, of course, the Phantom was there as well. Yep. In the South Stand with uh, some of his friends. Yeah. yeah, he basically had a whole row to himself and was sitting there like flicking beer cans at people uh, having having all the fun in the fair but we were like crammed into this this thing 
bad view, yeah. But Donald Trump's already aware of it, that he was hanging out with 20 or so Syrians. Yep, so he's now been banned from uh, doing anything involving America. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm actually having a meeting with the ambassador of Iran tomorrow, so I expect my name to be added to the list. Too sweet. So it will be only me who can take this stateside. Well, you're guilty by association, surely. Well, actually, strangely enough, right, because my name is Mark Kelly, right, because I didn't really want to tell anyone, but anyway, I have the same name as an astronaut, right? An astronaut? Uh, yeah, an American astronaut called Mark Kelly, right? say, like, some IRA bomber or something. And his, well, his wife was shot in a terrorist attack, right? And so I went to, to Japan just at the same time, and when I came back and came into Korea, all my bank accounts were frozen in Korea because they thought Mark Kelly was a terrorist. Actually, it was Mark Kelly's wife who was shot at, at by a terrorist. But I got all my bank accounts blocked for being a terrorist. Okay. So, the, yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a true story. I had to go to the bank and actually get them, put, put my company controller on the phone who said, Mark is not a terrorist, he's a teacher. He's just terrorizing Ter- the kids. A terrible teacher. He's a terrible teacher, but he's not a terrorist. So, yeah, so basically, yeah, so the game... Finished 1-0 to Korea. Go in four minutes. Four minutes by Hong Jong-ho. Hong Jong-ho. And, uh, yeah, pretty... was well taken, right? Well, it was really well taken, yeah. Uh, I think the... From set piece? But anyway, he was hanging in the box and the ball yeah. was kind of half cleared and he lashed it, it from in. From a corner, right? It's from a saw corner, right? And it broke out him. Um, were you impressed by the team? No. Okay, that would be the finish of that then. I think Syria should have won. They I think Syria should have drawn at least. Uh, they definitely should have drawn, but apart from that, the, the goal, I can't think of a really decent chance that Korea had. Nope. But Syria had at least three. They hit the bottom in the last minute. Yeah. Uh, they had the one that, they, that the guy... saved. Yeah, everyone's talking about this Quan super save, which I can't remember at all. Oh, I remember the save, but I don't... Oh, was that a fake? Was, was, super, was, was it saving a... Super save, save a certain goal. Yeah, it was a certain goal, and it was, and it was not a routine save. It was kind of straight at him, and, he, and it was a, a routine save for a goalkeeper. I wouldn't go as far. He didn't flailingly drive dive across his his box. You know what I mean? He he, he just charged right the post. Right. He just charged it and blocked it. And then there's that one towards the end of the first half where the Syrian guy blew it over the crossbar from the six yard line which I mean was a tough. I think at that point I was still calling him Sebastian Soria. Um, it was a tough. Chance, but he should have got on target at least to made make corn work. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Syria three chances. Korea didn't really see see them having anything, right? Um, and yeah, I, I, I think to be honest, I don't believe the players are playing for the manager, and I think the KFA know that. The, the, the rumours are that the next two weeks they're going to sit down and have a look at whether or not to keep him or take a shot of him. He looks like a guy who wants. To leave anyway, but yep. he just wants to be fired for that so he can get his payday. His payday. Uh, the names being linked with taking over the job are laughable. Ranieri? Nope, no, the actual. So part of the KFA, uh, <laughs> it's four Koreans, and one of them is Kim Hakbam. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, the names that fans are banding about are. Equally laughable, Junez, Ranieri, yeah. and. Some guy who apparently was in line for it last time, but, but they went with Uli instead. Uh, some Spanish-sounding guy, I don't know. But, I mean, I'm fairly certain that KFA could afford Ranieri, but... Or, uh, what's his name? The guy that was at Man United last year. Oh, Bengal? Yeah. I mean, I've seen his name bandied about as well. I'm sure they could afford him. It's just... The problem seems to be the players as well, as much as the management, right? I mean, can you really see Ranieri coming to Korea to coach the Korean national team? Uh, I think for enough money. I think Chinese league's proven for enough money, anyone will do anything. Mm, okay. But you get a feeling that Ranieri is more about... Maybe not Ranieri, I think he's still smarting from being fired by Leicester, and I, th- yeah. I think he would say it's a massive step down. I think so, yeah. And I think he'll... Th- He'll see that he can get a decent chance somewhere else. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I would be su- really surprised if he came. But yeah, maybe Gunez. Yeah, or maybe Van Gaal. I don't know. I don't know what Van Gaal was doing, right? I think he's retired. Well, unless he gets a decent offer, he's just he's, he's just given up. But, but I mean, we we've talked a lot about Son Min and whether he's a good player 
good player and whether he's a good player for the team. Um, I is actually, for whatever reason, I can't remember, but I, I, I watched a replay of Spurs FA Cup tie versus Millwall <coughs> in which he scored a hat trick and he was pacey. His shooting was like powerful, on target, um, good connection with the ball, and he looked like a very impressive player. And then playing for Korea just looked crap. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't, that's why I don't understand. Like, I've seen Ki Sung Yong play, play with Celtic for years, you know what I mean? Or I, sorry, I saw him play with Celtic for years, and I thought he was like a. a he, had, he had a bit of bite about him, he had a bit of fight, he was like a skillful player, never misplaced a pass. Um, you see him play for, for uh, the Korean national team, and he just looks like he's slower, he looks like he's carrying, you know, like the whole team, and it's just. I, I, I don't know that these players seem to do it for their clubs. But when it comes to the national level, and I would understand that, I can understand that if it's a World Cup. If you're talking about playing against Russia, Brazil, Belgium, Algeria, then fine, I, I, I understand that. But China makes them look ordinary. Syria made them look ordinary. These are not, I mean, like, Syria's never qualified for a World Cup. And they're struggling to like, see out a game against Syria. I mean, I can get it when they're playing against, you know, like top, top, top nations, but Korea should be running away with their, uh, their group every single qualifying campaign. They should never be uh, in, in any doubt of qualifying. So they've got three games left. They go away to Qatar in uh, June. Mm-hmm. And then beginning of September, they've got Iran at home, followed by Uzbekistan away. Will they make it? Yeah, they'll make it. Because Uzbekistan has to go to Iran. <laughs> yeah. They'll make it because they'll, they'll beat Qatar away. They'll not beat Iran here. I'll, I'll, if I can, I'm, I'm going to go to that game. I think that, that may be a, a, a huge crowd, a decent game. It's, um, a bit, it's a bit tasty last time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can't see them beating Iran, but then again, make it a draw that one, and then Uzbekistan. Then they have to go to Iran, right? So, uh, yeah, I think they'll make it. I think they'll just edge it. But not by playing impressive, free flowing, fantastic football they won't. Okay, so Weijo exerted himself on Tuesday night against the Syrians. Did he feature on Wednesday for Songnam? He was benched uh, and then came on. Uh, came on with about 30 minutes to go. So then he played an extra 30 minutes after that. Yeah. So basically it finished nothing each, which now means that, yes, just that I can keep you updated with my goalless halves of football, I've now watched live eight goalless halves of football from Solnheim consecutively yeah ok yeah, this not got any of the fact that Solnheim are currently and if you count the fact that they do nothing each right in the FA Cup as being not winning that game currently haven't won since September last year and now on a 15 game un winning winless run that is the run from hell that is why we're sitting bottom of the challenge I didn't realise it was as long as that. And you hadn't won in the last five, and then lost the, you know, the big, big playoff. So what was the last team you beat? Suwon. 2-1. Good Suwon or bad Suwon? Good Suwon. Who we beat last night on penalties as well. So basically, like, it was nothing full time. So we could skip the 120 minutes, can we? Or skip a, a review of the 120 minutes? No, you might do one. Okay. No, i not. Is there anything to say? Anything uh, We can say Kim Dong-jun starred and was the star of the show. Kept them in the game. Yep. Uh, two saves. Although the referee chopped off one of them as a over the bar. But it was a definite, definite save. I mean, you, you clearly saw him get his hand to it. That was a super save. Uh, a, a reaction save. Both of them came in the first half. Yep. Um, Park Kwon-hun dis- continued his just, if I don't like what you're doing, I'm, I'm flipping you off. Yeah. Uh, she made, made the change at half-time. Uh, so, just, just, just in the second half, not long in the second half, he pulled off Neko. Um, he also uh, took off Park Samoa, I think. And yeah, he, he made like, like three changes in the 90 minutes. So he was actually trying to win it. Um, I don't think he was playing for penalties. Phantom watched it on Naver and disagreed, but I don't think he was. I think he was actually playing to win the game. Yep. I don't think he was going for penalties. Um, it turned out that uh, basically um, Bruce Dujet 
should have won it for Sue one but with the last almost the last kick of the ball uh, in 120 minutes he, he had a kind of header that he put by it was a tough chance but he should have he should have scored it or at least got it on target we're going to penalties the penalties obviously at the far away end because you can't see the goal line from the Tempest stand so yeah, I actually could see more like, uh, from that end of the pitch so uh, Suwon I guess won the toss so they went first Songnam went second uh, first penalty uh, Kim Dong-jun saved Brown saved down his right hand side um, we scored our first penalty I think it was Big Dario scored the first penalty it was really tough to see because I really couldn't see who, who was actually taking it um, second penalty Suwon scored uh, and then our number 40 who was a rather small chap uh, looked incredibly nervous as he was as if he was about to pee himself when he was doing his run up missed it obviously the super keeper saved it um, third penalties both scored fourth penalties both scored that makes it three all yep uh, fifth penalties both scored four all four all then first and death penalty saved Yep. Uh, Kim Dong Jun saved it. Uh, we stepped up. We missed. Okay. Uh, then second sudden death penalty blazed over the bar. Yeah. Suwa and player blazed over the bar. And then 37 year old the rubbery is Jang Hak Young the Rock didn't even look nervous. Scored the, the, the decisive and winning penalty. So why didn't you step up earlier then? Uh, I don't actually know. Like, it was interesting because of all those people, you probably heard me not say Wangy Joe. Uh, Wangy Joe didn't take a penalty. He did it. Didn't no. It was probably is because he missed one uh, in the quarterfinals against Suwon, right? Blue Wings down at the uh, the the uh, uh, So yeah, Songnam won. Kim Dong Joon was watching it. Actually, what was really funny was when he saved. So there's a video of him, right? And when he saves his penalty, that in sudden death you see him walking away and he's like cheering to nobody right and then this song amplifier steps up and misses right and you actually see him curse and then just like shake his head and kind of like be, be really pissed off as if like what's the point if I'm going to save when you're going to miss them <laughs> and he's like really annoyed and then he steps up and the guy puts it over the bar and he's like yes and you actually see him looking at Jang Hat Young like that as if just, just missed it. You, you missed it on a lamp. <laughs> you score this, mate, right? I'm looking back in those goals again because he hit save two and put the guy off. Then you know had the third one. So when when Chang Hak Young scores, he ran the whole length of the pitch, full length, uh, jumped the barrier, and ran up the Tempest stand stairs and jumped in amongst the fans. Gave you a kiss. Uh, I was at the other end, uh, but I tell you, if I'd, if I'd been near him, I'd have given him more than a kiss. Uh, I, I did retweet that video today I'll retweet it from the podcast again later uh, but I think it, it proves yeah the video to show is just like what, what it meant there was hardly anybody there less than a few hundred um, but cold night long night you know it's bad if even the phantom couldn't be bothered uh, he was well it was a 7pm kickoff. Uh, a bit early for him a bit early for him um, so yeah in the end deserved yep Last time we played Super, we were utterly woeful, didn't create a single chance, so lost 1-0. So I asked you earlier about if there are any signs of hope, signs of a revival from Songnam, and you said when we talked about this match you'd explain what they were. Yep. Surely it's not that they can take a penalty. Nope, Spig Dario was a, had a lot of really silky touches, a lot of really good touches. Um, put, put Park Sang Hoon through a couple of times, put Wang and Joe through as well. They, I think once he, he gets that closer connection with the players I think he's going to be like a huge player for us he's going to be like P2-esque from last year um, Neko looks as if he's a decent enough player snatched a couple of chances but looks decent enough Kim Dong-jun is a, is a really good keeper so you said Dario is going to be repeat 2 yeah repeat 2 yeah I'm not even coming and you know we didn't make a serial a, a single serious pun in our review of the, the, the national game we didn't? no was it fantastical? <laughs> did you think Korea's situation is serious enough to, to uh, serious enough to sack Stilica? Uh, surely yeah 
<laughs> I think so, yeah. Their steel-like defense just about holding out, but the attack not really. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? <laughs> just doing it for the sake of it now, aren't we? It, 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 it's your idea. And then you run with it. Back to the FA Cup. There were obviously about 20, 20 matches last night. Yeah, big, we, yeah, big we, ones. We'll go through all of them, but what, what caught your eye? I think very obviously the early kickoff, where So Wheelan crashed out again. Yep. Uh, this time to Puch on. Yep. Uh, 1 0. We did. Actually, we tipped this and predicted this, right? Yep. Puch on may very well be K3, but they're every bit uh, a challenge team, right? Yep. Um, yeah, so they, they uh, put Eland out pretty. I, don't, I, I've, I've no idea, uh, easy or whatever, but that's Eland crashing out really early again, like, like two years in a row. Um, yeah, that, that's not good. Uh, other. One that, that kind of caught my eye uh, was Busan bouncing back um, from their, their midweek de- de- defeat and seeing off Gimpo Citizen 4 0 pretty easily. Uh, the police putting out Hanyang University 3 0 pretty easily again as well. Um, and Sang crashed out as well. And Sang crashed out to, to uh, Gangnam, yeah. On penalties. On penalties. Mm, again, uh, not really much you can say about that. I mean, like a new team, not really sure, you know, like, you know what their expectations are but yeah they'll be disappointed I guess he would, he would say so I mean I, I I know nothing about Gangnam City other than uh, didn't they play Seoul a year or two ago was that the ones who took Seoul pretty close uh, I think that was virtually every team I mean, every non-league team has played them yeah the game at I believe that was there the game at uh, Sangam right I can't remember I can't remember but there was a midweek Nobody there game, and then then they took yeah. I mean that was really close. Also really really close to like, like Anyang as well. Anyang beating Honam University one 0 It's pretty close. So who will they go on to play in the next round? Well, let's shall we have a little look. So history has indeed been made, um, and Anyang will travel to their founding fathers. New stadium. The multiple personality derby. Yeah, so basically, the game that everyone was wanting to see uh, is happening. Anyang will go to Seoul. I guess probably everyone wanted to see Seoul come to Anyang, right? Yeah. Uh, but I think Anyang going there, that 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 is going to be. Uh, even though so 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 now we're going to Chengdu, but I, I think I'm going to have to go to that game. I think I think there'll be a ton of non of like neutral K League fans uh, at that game. I think that I, th- I think that could be a big crowd. I, I think there's a good chance there'll be more in the away end than in the home end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I, I already know about three or four of the K League bloggers who are who are going in the away end. Um, I think that's going to be. I think that'll be a big game. I think it's. The game that everyone's talking about, right? I mean, the media is talking about it as well. I mean, it's like forums are alive with it, hoping it's going to happen, and it's happened. So, so we'll see. Who's going to win? So, I think it's awful. But I mean, magic of the FA Cup, the, the motivation, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I could see them doing something. Sol Nam has exactly been great this year. Yeah, but the thing is that I think the Anyang fans are so over the top about this game that this, is, that this is their season so you think it's going to be underwhelming no so I think if they if they convey that to the players then maybe the players will, will raise their game and, and view it as being a bigger game than, than what it actually is right but do you think the play, do you think the players feel that kind of that level of feeling about the history and the that, I don't think so but that's, that's what I mean yeah, I think but presumably if they actually do we might see a couple of sendings off yeah there'll be that I mean I, I, I think if they can if the fans can can kind of like you know put that feeling into the players, then it might be a big game. But I, I think so will run out easy winners. And we'll see some some crowd trouble. Oh, I'd be surprised if there's not some some some. Oh, oh yeah, I think there'll be some. I think yeah. there'll be some stupidness like before the game. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was flares. And I I, I think I, I think there'll be some broken seats and and some like floors urinated on. And that would just be me. That's just part of the course. That's just part of the course, right? But but do you think if uh, if if the worst comes to the worst and Anyang win, do you think they'll come around to the the north end and try and 
crow and you, you can't even near it right oh you, you, you mean after the game right sorry not actually inside that you mean I mean after the game after the, outside the stadium right yeah yeah no they are the maddest fans that we have in the league right I mean them and Richon have running battles still so there's nothing to, to suggest I think you I think you'll get some Anya fans coming just all looking for trouble yeah uh, what other ties caught your eye in the fourth round Shoesley uh, definitely the rematch of John Book Buchan yep after Buchan knocked him out last year yep John Book won't be so silly this year I would say and then I guess I guess the other one that really is the Pusan Pohan game yep um, Pohan not great Pusan losing obviously the weekend but still look as if they're uh, you know a, a, a good challenge team uh, would be they could give Pohan a game I think you could see Pohan crash out of that one it wouldn't surprise me if Pusan if Pusan beat Pohan what about the uh, the Chola Derby I saw that yeah yeah John versus John Joe, right yeah um, I think there was a John Joe team yeah I mean that's a pretty interesting one as well um, yeah John and we're all day and then, and then another one is the classic game between Incheon and Suwon right yeah oh no that's Suwon yeah obviously. so what do you think Incheon have got a habit of like doing really well against Suwon like, and, and, and Incheon you know like, there's a couple of like, sort of ding dong battles there in the last couple of years that would be funny to see the whole just crash out, right, in, in the fourth round. It would be. And then there's two all non-league ties as well. Mokpo versus Yangpyeong and Kyungju Isotopes versus Pochon. Okay. Which means we'll see at least two non-league teams in the last 16. Yep. That's a fair point. So, yeah. So, uh, interesting. A couple, couple of good fixtures. We're going to obviously see a classic team crash out, either Incheon or Suwon. Uh, Songnam and I won't take Chunju. Should be uh, uh, easy win, an easy enough, uh, a routine victory, let's say. Um, and I guess that sets them up nicely to play Youngnam University, who will knock out Dejan. So they've got three weeks to build up before yeah, the games 19th. on the 19th. 19th. Uh, we're going to have to keep coming up with uh, themes to do with Anyang for the next three weeks. Uh, yep. As their fans uh, dominate Facebook and bulletin boards, etc., etc., with. I mean, the thing is, they, they, they beat Songnam on the weekend, right? If they were then, and then they won yesterday as well. Yeah. So that's a bit of a purple patch, right? <laughs> Sorry. Purple rain then at some point. But <laughs> uh, well, a really funny story, right? I thought Purple Rain was like a really rock song, right? Yeah. And I was in a bar one night with Darren, good podcast, a good friend of the podcast, Darren, right? Yeah. And it was a request bar, and you put songs on, and I put on Purple Rain, <laughs> right? I didn't realise it was like a really slow, mushy, romantic song, and it was like, oh no! <laughs> and there's me and Darren sitting with our like two beers. Yeah. Alright, okay. almost time to wrap up. Just going to go through previews of this weekend. Okay, so start the challenge. Yep. Okay, big game. Uh, Songnam's first ever travel to, to Eland, uh, to, the, to the Olympic Stadium. Uh, that's on Saturday. Um, Will you go? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course I'm going to go. Uh, big, big game. Need, Songnam need to build on the cup victory. Yep. They need to, to, to win that game. If they were to lose that game to Eland, it would be a disaster because that would then be like that would <laughs> yeah then be five points behind Eland. Then you're looking at just seriously we're going to be at the bottom for, for, forever. So yeah, I'm going to go for an away win. Okay, I think it'll be a draw. Yeah, nil nil draw. I really I can't do that nil nil. I really can't. I, I, don't, I honestly I would even take Eland winning six one just so I could see a goal. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just don't want to have another goalless game. I can't. Okay. Also on the Saturday we have uh, Dejon versus Danyang. Um, we'll go for a home win. And Butchon Watch is down in Ansan. We have Ansan Greeners versus Butchon. That's a 5 pm kickoff. Yep. Uh, after Ansan crashing out the cup and losing to Eland, the, the, the wolf is back in his cave. If that's ever been a saying, I'm going to say Butchon <coughs> away win. Okay. Then on Sunday we've got Asan taking on Busan. Asan, as in the Irish son, I said the very Yorkshire of you there. 
There's a Asan, Mrs. Busan. Top of the table clash. Draw. Topish. Draw. Score draw. Score draw. Yep. And Sue One versus Kung Nam. Hughes game. Uh, I'm going to say after Sue One crushing out the cup, they'll bring back their. Because they dropped a few players anyway. So I'm going to say Sue One. Home win. Tight home win. I think it's going to be an away win. Okay. Yep. I'm going for 2 1 tight home win, yeah. In the classic, obviously the big game this weekend is Seoul going down to Chumbuk. Yep, down to the Civil Stadium. Yep. That's on the Sunday, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how do you see that one going? Uh, I assume Seoul will lose. Yeah. Uh, I would be Although surprised. that pitch might be a leveller. That pitch might level the game, to be perfectly honest. Although you'd imagine it's been a couple of weeks now, right? Unless they've levelled the pitch. Yeah. In which case, the, the leveller has been levelled. But um, I, I, w- I expect Chumbuk to win that fairly easily. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say if the pitch is the same, then I, I'm going to say a draw. Okay. And if the pitch has been fixed, Chumbuk win. Okay. Uh, on a Saturday, we have Sangju versus Daegu. Home win. Uh, yep, home win. I watched Daegu against Sue and Bloomings. They were okay, but I think Sangju this year, I, again, I, I think they have a really decent team. I think. Once they complete the jail, I think they're going to have a really good season. So, yeah, Sanjuri beat Daegu. Okay, Incheon hosting Blue Wings. Before their cup game. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I have no choice, but if follow my prediction and said this was a ding dong battle, uh, I think that could be a 2 east draw. Incheon scoring a goal in the last minute after Su Wan threw away a 2 1 lead. Okay. Chon Nam hosting Pohang. I really don't know. Chon Nam bumped the table. Pohang doing better than last year. Yeah. Misfortune for John and me continue. That's going to be four, four defeats in the bounce. And then on the Sunday, Ulsan hosting Kangwon and Cheju hosting Kwangju. Home in, home in. There we go. Can't, can't see anyone being Cheju in Cheju Depends this season after what I've saw of them. They just look really impressive at home. Okay. Um, so yeah I'm going to go with yeah and I think Ulsan looked good uh, in the ACL struggled a little bit in the K-League lost the last two but I think they'll beat Gangwon ok I think the Gangwon bubble's already burst ok and then you mentioned earlier there's something you wanted to talk about from China uh, someone's been suspended for seven months uh, yep so a Chinese player uh, not quite sure who but basically um, was a corner came in and there's a bit of jostling in the box, and he stamped on the um, foreign player's foot. Foreigner dived down as if he'd been shot, not stamped. And then on video evidence, he's been given something ridiculous like a seven month ban. Not condoning what he did, but a seven month ban is just ridiculous. Okay. Seven month ban is what like, you, did, you would have thought Paolo De Canio would have got for pushing over a referee, right? Isn't that what Eric Cantona got for? Karate kicking yeah, a, a fan. I mean, seven month ban for basically stamping on someone's foot, I don't think, is right. Seven matches, fine. Seven months, ridiculous. Especially right at the start of the season, if it's yeah. like seven, mu- seven months with a three month sort of break in the, for the off season, maybe, but yeah. he's basically out for the rest of the season. Yeah, uh, yeah he's, he's basically finished. Which is, I think, is ridiculous, yeah. Okay, and the other, the other news coming out of China, is, which I'm sure you saw, is that the the stadium for Shanghai Shenghua, part of it burnt down. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Uh, which, I'm not much to talk about there, but I was, I was just curious, which Kaylee ground would you like to see burned down? <laughs> <laughs> which Kaylee ground would you like to see burned down with the fans inside it? That, that's, I was going to ask two questions. <laughs> which ground would you like to see burned down and which, which set of fans would you like to see trapped in a ground that's burning down? Wow, that's an interesting question. Okay, which stadium, which Kaylee stadium would like to see burned down? Uh, the 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 obvious answer would be the big part, but I love going there, so I would never want to see that burned down. Uh, for me, I would say the Kaylee stadium, I want to see burned down, uh, would be Sangju. Sangju? Yeah. Have you been there? I've been there. I've been there. I, I, I didn't make it in because they they moved the fixture without telling. Anyone, and so I've been to the stadium and not been inside it. Okay. Well, actually, that's a lie. Probably Jeju, to be perfectly honest. It's a great trip, but it's a shocking stadium. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a stadium which looks good from the outside, but yeah. 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 For me, 
I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I kind of want to say Sangam because although I think the grounds got very good views from most seats, I think the acoustics are terrible. So even when I'm sitting in the, the north stand cheering my heart out, and you always say that you can't hear anything from the south stand, and I think that's probably because maybe the way the roof's designed doesn't carry the, the sound. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree with that as well. You, you can hear you, you can hear from the halfway line. You really can hear like from end like from pitch ends um, across the pitch. So yeah, I, th- I think it's a lovely looking stadium, but I think it's, it's a terrible atmosphere. Even when it's packed full, the atmosphere is terrible. I think. Yeah, well, you saw that on, on Tuesday night. I mean, like a really important game, and you know, like both like, the whole of end filled, and atmosphere was shocking, right? Well, okay, fans inside. Sue one. Should probably leave that, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so um, so yeah, so that's a, that's a bit interesting question. If anyone wants to comment, uh, please, uh, you can always comment on the blog uh, or comment on our Twitter. So, which Kaylee ground would you like to see torched and why? Should also be noted that this will not that if a Kaylee ground does get burned down uh, this season, we do not want contacted by the police. We are, we are not inciting burning down a Kaelic stadium. Just if you could choose one, which would it be? But if you are a smoker <laughs> and you do live in Suwon. Yeah, if you are a smoker and you live in Suwon, or if you actually just have a little bit of, kind of like pyromania about you, uh, then you know where to go, yeah? Right, outro music. Um, I don't know, that's... Uh, everything's kind of been rather peaceful. Do we have any rants to, to, to go on? Or do we have anything that we're upset about? Or... Well, after the FA Cup match last night, Anyang uh, put up a post on their official homepage uh, indicating who they'd be playing in the next round of the Cup. And a lot of the Anyang fans were extremely upset that the FC Seoul badge was displayed on the Anyang homepage. And there was a lot of anger about that, shall we say. Okay. So, all right, take it away, Billy. Take it away, Billy. Because the 